Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Charmed Studio podcast. Today we're going to talk about how to attract more people to your art website. Nine ethical tiny tips you're going to love. There's not anything here about driving traffic or, you know, um, the whole those metaphors that drive me crazy about herding traffic, driving traffic. This is about real artists wanting to get real cool people onto their websites and see their art. And we can do this. You can do this. We got this. Okay. My name is Thea Fiore Bloom. I am the blogger and journalist and artist behind the Charm Studio blog at www.thecharmstudio.com. I love this quote by Samuel Beckett that says, ever tried, ever failed? No matter. Try again. Fail again. Fail better. Are you seeing a stream of readers, subscribers, and potential art buyers visiting your art website these days? Or instead, does the image of a tumbleweed rolling across a lonely desert highway come to mind? If you're in the tumbleweed camp, please don't lose heart. It's As I'm speaking now, we're in the in almost in June of 2021, and there's always a dip in the second quarter dip here for artists and coaches and writers. So take heart. But what I'm going to do to help you right now, no matter what time of year it is, if you're feeling a little like a tumbling tumbleweed, is I'm going to give you nine tiny but mighty metaphorical magnets that you can install on your website to attract beautiful new art viewers and readers. Okay, and here's three cool things about these nine tips I'm going to give you. Number one is almost every one of these nine attraction magnets can be installed by you in fewer than 15 minutes. That's my kind of thing. Bite-sized actions to take. Number two is all nine are absolutely free. And number three, the cherry on the top is that none of the nine will make you feel like a sleazy mega marketer or God forbid, a sleazy influencer. Now, if, if I go off on a tangent about that word, this podcast will, how, how many problems I have with the word influencer, this will be like a 30 minute podcast. So I'm going to spare you. But I want you to start today just by picking one of the bite-sized magnets anywhere on this list below that I'm going to give you that you hear that you want to do. And then you can come back and I'll leave a link in the show notes. You can come back whenever you're ready to give another one another go. Little by little, poco a poco, as they say in Spanish, your art website will become magnetic, just like you, okay? Okay, so are you ready? We're going to jumpstart your sincere but magical butterfly attraction magnet right now with tip number one. You got to be real. Do you want more subscribers? Stop using the robot marketing language taught to us by art biz types in the text that you write in your sign-up box. You know, your sign-up box is that little box that asks people to, to subscribe. So no more sign up for my newsletter. Make your sign-up box language as unique as you are. For example, I subscribed recently to artist Jen Joven's blog, because her sign-up box says, get your regular dose of malarkey. And 
I love that. I love the bravery of saying that. Get your regular dose of malarkey. Sign up here. And she uses the word shenanigans too in her uh, quote unquote marketing. It's not marketing really when you think about it. She's just being herself. And for people like you and I, who if you find that funny and you want to read somebody's work <clears throat> who's real, you sign up because you think, wow, if they talk about malarkey and they talk about shenanigans, they're not going to have the typical art speak polished stuff that I'm not interested in. So by using brave language, Jen showed me that she's my type of gal. There you go. So whenever you write language yourself on your website, any kind of quote unquote marketing language, which is just a language that just going to help people see if you're right for them. I want you to take Oscar Wilde's advice when it comes to that. Okay. Anytime you want a reader to take any action on your website, think of Oscar Wilde when he said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken, end quote. Okay, for extra credit, if you're really high tech, you might want to purchase a little more fancy dancy sign up box system, like the one that I use on my blogs now after three years. It's from a company called Bloom, no relation, and it allows you to put your own images in the sign up box. So when I, if you'll notice on my blogs, when I have a uh, post about Beatrix Potter, I have cool pictures of Beatrix Potter in my sign up box, or if I have a post on Beatrice Wood, I have a really cool old picture of Beatrice Wood, or same with Frida Kahlo. And it's in keeping with the post the person just read. And it has some sort of um, kind of a magical allure. I'll put up maybe I'll put a pop up on this, this uh, blog post that this post that this uh, podcast is related to. So if you hop on over to that post, you can see what I'm talking about. Because those kind of subscribe boxes, the reason people pay money for them every year to have a system like that on their website is because they work. They really work. They're so beautiful. And they make you just they're kind of like that door in Narnia, you just want to open it and step inside to the website through that portal because it's an artist care about beauty. And it's a beautiful way to come in. Okay, art website attraction magnet number two. I call it my baby comeback method. And I here I am blathering on about subscribe boxes. And some of you may keep putting off even putting up a sign up box or not even understanding before we were talking about what a sign up box is. I get that. So if you want your site's magnet to power up and power on, you need to install a subscribe box this week. Why? Because it sure is fun to have your hard won first time visitors come on back. And the way to astronomically increase the chance of that happening is to make it easier for those lovely first time visitors to your blog, to your art newsletter, to your website. It's to make it easier for them to subscribe. So I have a really cool podcast and post on this. The post would be better to read because you can click on all the links and um, there. And the the post is called How to Make an Email Sign-Up Box Magically Appear on Your Website in Under 15 Minutes. And even tech challenge artists wrote comments. They were so excited about this post because they put up sign-up boxes on their blogs, on their art newsletters, on their websites. In 10 minutes, it took them. And they are normally not, you know, exactly Bill Gates, really not tech tech people. Art website attraction magnet number three is to don't build your cyber home on rented property. Uh, I really want to talk to you guys about this. So while you're at it, please, 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 Put a sign-up box on your Facebook page, and I have a link to show you how in the sh- in the podcast notes. 
And check out if you're also the type, if you're the type who wants to create a landing page to get email subscribers from Instagram, I'm going to leave you a link for that as well. That's a little more extra credit, high level. But if you spend a lot of time on Instagram, you guys know there's no system that's going to link people back to your website directly. So you're going to have to do some things if you want to take advantage of um, being able to have some of those wonderful people that you're cultivating come back to your home site. So the reason that you want to sign up on your Facebook as this and Instagram also is that social media companies like Facebook, like Instagram, like YouTube, which is have no qualms about casually pulling the rug out from under you with their algorithm changes, right? YouTube has just gone through a really big one and people are just so upset about that. These changes, what they do is distance or hide creatives from their audience and they hide you from the audience you worked so hard to build. So the lovely thing about your own website and that your own mailing list is that your website and your own mailing list would never do the surly algorithm stuff like that to you. That's why it's really wise for us artists to invest the majority of our time in building and redecorating our own cyber home, which I consider our cyber home consists of our own website and our mailing list, as I said before. So remember, as Dorothy said, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Keep investing in real estate you own, please, okay? Attraction magnet number four you can install is to begin styling your brand. Currently, in, this, in tiny, tiny steps, currently the only social media channel that doesn't make me break out in hives is Pinterest. And I myself opted out of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I stayed on each one of them. I tried it for five minutes and I just felt completely sped up. And it, it really broke me away from the whole purpose of my podcast here, which is reconnecting artists to soul. And I felt very disconnected to soul. So the only thing that doesn't make me feel really jittery is Pinterest. If you too enjoy Pinterest, I really want to share a little tool with you that's helped me see many, many new visitors come to the Charm Studio from Pinterest every single day, but they weren't coming before I started to make my own blog graphics and my own Pinterest pins for the Charm Studio for free on Canva. And I'll have a link in the show notes as to how to get started with Canva. There's some really great videos, like be a junior graphic designer type of videos that were put together very well by the Canva staff to get you to be able to use their templates for free to make newsletters, to make your Facebook graphics, to make ebook covers, to make upcoming class announcements, to make coupons, to make show announcements, to make Instagram covers look on brand, unique, professional. I've used it for my Etsy shop. They have Etsy banners. It's wonderful. So yes, there's a small learning curve with Canva for those not born in the 1990s or later, but it's well worth the temporary frustration. So the five-minute task would be to just take five minutes to sign up for Canva and maybe an extra 10 minutes and watch one video, let's say, about building a color palette. And that's it. That's the 15-minute task for this one. And artists are good at this. That's the thing. Artists should be on Pinterest if you enjoy Pinterest. Some of you really love Instagram, and that's wonderful. And some of you love Facebook, and that's wonderful. Mazel tov. I'm so excited if you guys find a social media thing that you're interested in. Uh, but my philosophy is to pick one 
social media arm that you love and be, get to take six months off all the other ones and try to really calm down, slow down and master that one social media arm. And you'll really start learning so much and you'll learn your unique style and you'll learn what works and what doesn't. So if you do, my theory is you do one social media arm well, as opposed to doing four social media arms, not so well. Okay, magnet number five is to turn every email that you send out into an opportunity for your website to shine. And what does that mean? What does he mean by that, Thea? Well, what's at the bottom of your emails right now? Do you have an email signature? And does it need a makeover? Do you have something that has a picture of your art, that has a picture of you, that has a uh, contact links of where people can find your art. By not having an email signature on the bottom of your correspondence, you're missing out on 10,000 chances a year to give folks a way to open the door to the secret garden of your website. So most of us send out at least 10,000 emails a year to all kinds of potential angel helpers that could help us out, to gallerists, to uh, potential buyers, all kinds of people. And Put an image of your art on the bottom, some some image of a piece of art that people seem very attracted to. And you can learn how to make this gorgeous email signature over a link to, uh, to it in the show notes in 10 minutes. There's a wonderful woman I found who has set up a free template for us. And I did my email signature this way. And you can connect with her through that link for free. It's just a post that where she'll in a little video where she'll show you how to do it and you will be so much more happy people will really look at your signature and go that's a nice looking professional uh person that personal um presentation of this person's art a nice looking personal presentation of your art and you want that you want the respect and the interest that a free email signature can give you and every time you see it you're going to feel more professional and better about yourself okay number six attraction magnet is to make it easier to spread the word for your clients if you're on wordpress i know a lot of you are on faso and i have a special faso tip coming up so hang on but if you're on wordpress like me in five minutes, you can install a plugin to make it effortless for your readers to spread the word about you and spread it to their friends via email, via Facebook, via Twitter, via Pinterest, all while they're on your website. At the moment, they're on your website. That really has helped me too to have. I installed this favorite word spreader plugin that I use. is called Add to Any. Absolutely free. Five minutes to set it up, and there's a link to the instructions on that. And there's, I also have a link in the blog post to other options for WordPress users. Um, art website attraction magnet number seven is shake it like a snow globe method. So every time you shake up your snow globe and you take a chance with your art writing, you up the magnetism of your website, okay? So you want to change up how you write. You want to improve how you write. You want to change up what you write about. That's going to be integral. So the five-minute plan, the 10-minute plan, I just have three uh, podcasts or posts I want you to take a gander at. Pick one. One is if you feel like you've run out of stuff to write about and you just don't have any more topics in your head, I have a great podcast called 51 Fresh Ideas for Heart-Centered Newsletter Writers and Heart-Centered Blog Writers, okay? Or option number two, I would really love you to take a look at how to transform your art newsletter in three questions, and I have a link to that, and it's a wonderful way to see 
how you want. It's a, some really beautiful, deep questions about what your true purpose is as a writer and an artist and who it'll really help you with the uh, attracting your ideal kind of client, an ideal kind of buyer, an ideal just kind of reader, and best of all, an ideal kind of possible friend to your blog, to your website, because I'm a big fan of writing in exchange for friendship, because I think ideal community um, with writers and other artists is one of the best boons I've gotten from writing the Charm Studio blog. Okay, or you can, I lied, I have, do I have more than three? No, the third option is how vulnerability can make your art writing shine. I really want you guys to look at that as well. And the idea of it take, I know it's really hard, but but if you keep opening yourself up and using yourself as an example and things that have happened to you in your art practice in a safe way, people will really be knocking down your door to read more of your work, to see more of your art. They want to hear your story. Okay, only two more to go. Art website attraction magnet number eight. And this is attention FASO users, attention FASO users. Yes, FASO users, sending out spirited art letters, news, art newsletters on a regular basis, sending your newsletter out on a like a monthly basis, twice a month is fantastic for maintaining an audience. It'll really cut down on your unsubscribes. It'll really help build loyalty among the people you already have. But guess what? 90% of the time, art newsletters don't do squat for helping you increase your audience. Unless, well, unless you let your newsletters live somewhere on your website, like a blog post, then if they are on your website, and not just homeless, and they can do some SEO work for you while you're happily splatting paint around the studio or while you're taking a nap. So let me explain that again if it's too confusing. A lot of people don't understand, and I totally get this, the difference between a newsletter and a blog. And the real difference is this. An art newsletter is, newsletter is, think of it like a newspaper. It was originally written in gallery days when you were sending out temporary announcements of what your upcoming shows would be, and maybe you threw in occasional stories. But it was basically, think of it as a newspaper, it was telling you what's going to happen, where, and when. A blog, And it was vaporized, it disappeared after you sent it literally to someone's mailbox, or physically a physical mailbox, or a cyber mailbox, it vaporized. There's no record of it on the internet right? It just went to an email box or a real mailbox and that's it. It's not stored on your site. A blog, on the other hand, is something you sent out that's not necessarily dated material. It was something that you're writing about that maybe have to do with your philosophical take on something. It would be about a technique like how you want to get oil paint to dry faster or how you decided to make this ceramic cup cup family of yours. You want to show everybody and introduce to them this whole new um, a ceramic section that you have of, of stoneware, let's say. And then you wrote a blog post about it but the blog post forever lives on your website so that it has SEO power, meaning that the little robots that scan the, 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 the interweb and the seas of the internet that are sent out by Google at night and Bing and all those other and DuckDuckGo, those guys crawl around and get that piece of information and log it so that if anybody wants to look up uh, your name 
artist, comma, stoneware, they're going to find your blog post about stoneware. And so therefore, that's why blogs have such an advantage in a lot of ways over newsletters, because they have a permanent home on your website that helps you with search engine optimization, okay? So I'm leaving a link for FASO users to make sure that your newsletters are no longer homeless and that will allow you in five minutes with a few button switches to store your newsletters now on your website so that hopefully they can be found by other interested parties and hopefully they can be available for SEO purposes. Okay, extra credit is I have a great um, kind of ultimate guide for non-techie artists to holistic SEO, which is an ethical, easy beginner's guide to shining bright online. And I'll link to that as well. And our final and last and most important tip that has nothing to do with technology is to slow down. Don't buy into the competitive, speedy, hamster on the wheel, art marketing mentality, please. Okay. Uh, We don't have to be forever amping things up. Don't burn your precious self out. And, you know, all this stuff is is important, but it's not that important. You do a little bit of it and, and then go do something else that's meaningful, that's spiritual, that's potent, that increases your art practice. Artists benefit more from slowing things down. And artists benefit more and writers benefit more from appreciating the connections that we have with the people that are already in our audience. I have a cool article on that as well about the four benefits of a small mailing list where it's an old post of mine when I talked about how I had a really tiny, tiny mailing list, but how happy I was and how many how I was able to create great connection and even monetize the blog by focusing on the individual wonderful people that were already in my subscriber list. And I feel the same way today. I have connected with a lot of you guys because I don't have a giant list and I have time to understand the wisdom that you guys bring to me and the inspiration that you guys bring to me. We do not need a thousand followers. We do not need a thousand subscribers to succeed. We really don't. And Ben Franklin got it right when he said, quote, comparison is the thief of joy. So when you feel you or your art business aren't enough, I want you to try one of these kind of activities instead. Each would take five minutes to make or send a goofy video of yourself to a friend, to your nieces, to your nephews, to your grandkids. You could share a subscriber's work you love with your other readers. That would be a fun thing to do. You could make yourself a feel-good file. I have a link to that. It's a very important technique for artists to remember the good things that people have already told us. Look at that when we're down. You could donate time or donate money to a cause that you really believe in. Or best of all, you could just take a nap. Taking a nap is a grand plan, and it's really good for attracting people to your website because when you do slow down, beneficial connections will be made for you organically. You'll start to hear the distant hum of your attraction magnet kicking in, and you'll feel wonder and abundance whooshing around your studio and around your art website once again. So when you remember who you are and the intrinsic beauty of your who you are and the blessings that you already have you're really going to see what you want to do as a heart-centered artist what you want to do to make a true impact 
on your blog and say what's coming from deep inside of you, you will attract the wonderful people to you that you want to attract, friends, buyers, etc., readers, and have a lot of more people spreading the word about how wonderful your work and your genuine website is, okay? I'm going to end with a quote about courage because I'm always talking about courage. And this quote is by Maya Angelou. And she says, courage is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You can practice any virtue erratically, but nothing consistently without courage. So imbue yourself with courage. Remember my belief in you and Thank you so much for sharing your precious time and energy with me here on the Charm Studio. Please subscribe if you haven't already. I really love it. Thank you so much to everybody who subscribed last month and everyone who left a review on iTunes. It was really wonderful of you guys, and I appreciate it. www.thecharmstudio.com, and I can't wait to talk to you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.